Before man are life and death, good and evil. Whichever he chooses shall be given him. Um, you know, we have a lot in all the readings today, but I just really kind of want to hone in these words of our first reading. Uh, Charles Dickens is one of my favorite novelists, and uh, you know, I've read many of his novels, and I just recently finished reading his uh, David Copperfield. Uh, like many of his other novels, it covers the life of its protagonist, David Copperfield, who is born into less than ideal circumstances, but who raises himself out of it uh, and finds success through his own goodness and the generosity of others. The villain of this novel is a character named Uriah Heep, who through a mask of humility leeches off of others and who at heart is a selfish and base character and who eventually gets his just desserts at the end of the novel when he is thrown into prison for his treachery. This novel, believe it or not, is an artistic and entertaining rendering of today's first reading. Those who choose life, who choose the good, who follow God's commandments, receive life. David Copperfield always chose goodness to live out God's commandments. And although he endures much hardship and loss throughout the way, along the way, he finds life and happiness and bliss at the conclusion of the novel. Those who choose death, who choose evil, and choose to f follow their own law receive death. Uriah Heep, always fending to be a humble and simple character, sought to better his circumstances through deception and from stealing from others. And although he rises to some prominence, you know, more towards the middle of the novel, by the end of it, we find him lower than where he began. We find him in prison. The wisdom of the first reading, God's wisdom, is that we have two choices before us, good or evil, life or death, God or ourselves. And God will honor whichever we choose. And we will receive exactly what we choose. Doesn't this seem fair? Doesn't this seem just? When I was reading David Copperfield, I was cheering you know, for David Copperfield um, all the way through, you know, because he was always trying to pursue the good. And the greatest satisfaction I received in reading this novel came at the end when all his goodness paid off and he was successful in his endeavors and happily married. And it just felt right and just. Throughout the novel, I would sometimes get physically upset with Uriah Heep as he started to advance in the world. But at the end, I received the greatest satisfaction when he was unmasked and his evil deeds were punished. It felt right and just. We all feel that good ought to be rewarded and evil punished. And yet there's this current of thought that there's no hell. Because why would a good God allow people to be damned? The answer is exactly because he is a good and just God who allows us the freedom to choose and in justice we receive what we choose. We choose evil, we choose hell. We choose eternal death. God in justice honors what we choose. And when we're honest with ourselves, this has to be so. Because imagine if the Uriah heaps of this world were allowed to become successful and weren't punished and put into prison. And the reality is, is that there are many Uriah heaps in our world who actually achieve a worldly success and do not end up in prison. And this angers us. This goes against our innate sense of justice. God's justice if it is not had on this earth, then it must occur in the life to come. That is what a good God would do. 
Otherwise, nothing we do matters or has consequence. The distinction between good or evil disintegrates if they ultimately lead to the same end. And that's the wisdom of the world. Everything is permissible because our end is the same. But that is not the wisdom of God. Lent is just around the corner, uh, two Wednesdays away. And so now is the time to, to pray and start discerning, you know, how am I going to choose life and avoid death this Lenten season in order that I might prepare myself to better receive Christ and be ready for Easter? Uh, what are those things, you know, practically speaking, that I'm going to either add, whether it's a spiritual practice, um, like extra prayer, perhaps going to daily mass, uh, doing some other uh, work of charity, you know, what are those positive things I'm going to add to my life in order to choose life? And what are those things that I'm going to avoid, those decisions, perhaps of evil, of death that I'm going to avoid in order to allow more room to pursue the good, to choose the good and choose life? Don't be Uriah Heap and choose evil, choosing death, the death of your soul. Be David Copperfield. Be a Christian. Be a saint. Choose the good. Choose life. And God will honor your freedom, and you will receive eternal life.